Welcome to the Fuck Saving Face podcast. I'm your host, Judy Tsui, and together we'll explore mental and emotional health for Asian Americans, especially breaking through any taboo topics. Life may not always be pretty, but it is indeed beautiful. Let's make your story beautiful today. By now, if you've been listening to the podcast, and you've probably heard me reference many times Dr. Jacob Lieberman's book, Luminous Life, and there's a reason that I love it so much. I love it because anything where science starts to back mysticism is fascinating to me. So in his book, he talks about how our eyes take in so much information in every single second. In fact, there are 20 quadrillion bits of information that move around our brain every second. So the human brain has two very different processing systems, and bear with me while I get a little science-y for a second, but the first responds quickly, instinctually, unconsciously, and that's controlled by the right hemisphere, the ancient limbic or reptilian parts of your brain. The second responds slowly, logically, and consciously, and that's controlled by your left hemisphere and the modern neocortex. If you're wondering about intuition, that resides in the first system. And this is where researchers have found that intuition can provide us with immediate answers that are usually correct long before your second system even gets started. You may have seen that human mind model where it's like an iceberg and the very top of it is like this tiny little bit. And then underneath the surface, underneath the water, there's the vast rest of the iceberg. So that's kind of where they say, you know, we're processing through 5% of our conscious minds, while 95% goes down beneath the surface into the subconscious or the unconscious. The subconscious is kind of where our autonomic systems are. The unconscious are where the deep recesses of our past and our memories reside. In the Journal of Behavioral and Brain Sciences, They published a paper that was led by Associate Professor of Neuroscience Ezekiel Morsella of San Francisco State University, and they concluded that nearly all of the brain's work is conducted at the unconscious level. So according to physicist Amit Goswami, who's the author of The Self-Aware Universe, the conscious self is unconscious of most things most of the time, and of everything in dreamless sleep. Paradoxically, the unconscious is conscious of all things all of the time. It never sleeps. If you think about it, all these scientists are saying that most of our lives run without our control or thought. Since the conscious mind of the ego and the unconscious mind of infinite potential are both aspects of our totality, Dr. Jacob Lieberman wants to ask, why do we identify ourselves with the limited view of the conscious mind to the exclusion of the limitless view of the unconscious? When you start to trust your own inner guidance, your intuition, your gut instinct, whatever you want to call it, this can profoundly impact your life, not only your own life, but also those around you. Being able to connect and trust to your own flow can enable you to unlock this deeper level of seeing, and you can start to navigate your daily experiences with grace and without having to continually have that forethought and that planning because you'll know that you'll always know. This is a lot of what we talked about on Wednesday's interview with Victoria Jane. So if you haven't checked out that interview yet, go listen to her interview about human design. Totally, absolutely fascinating. So for today's mindfulness practice, we're just going to take a moment to clear the space, to clear that mind chatter, the manas monkey mind, and come to a place where we can start to connect with that deep sense of knowing, that feeling within you where you know that you know, where it might not be fully rational, but there's something in you that understands that this is truth. 
And I encourage you to take a moment and find that seat, find that space where you can become more aware. For this practice, especially while I usually say that you can be in a moving meditation and become more present, in this example, I'd really love to encourage you to find a sense of stillness and of quiet so that you can start to connect to your own inner GPS, your own inner sense of knowing. And remembering that we are all here on this path to find mastery of ourselves because there's no one else who's ever lived our experiences. There's no one else who's ever been in our body, been in our shoes. No one else who's ever interpreted life experiences and relationships the way that we have. And if you can, connect to your sense of breath, noticing where it is in your body. Whether you're feeling a lot of energy in your headspace right now, in your heart space, or anywhere else in your physical space. Are there any parts of your body that are calling for your attention? And as we create more and more room for ourselves in this moment, I want you to take a moment to visualize what it feels like for you, what your infinite wisdom looks like your higher self, your inner guide? Is there a form or a figure? Is there an energy or a color? Is there a sense that's associated with this unique connection that you have with your soul? And letting go of any of the stories that you may have been told of what intuition is like for other people. Of what chakras or auras or colors or whatever it is that you've heard. And instead coming back to your lived experience, your sense experience. So perhaps imagining if you can come up with a blank space in your mind, emptying out any thoughts, any judgments, any opinions. This is simply an experiment. It's one experience that you can have that you are having right now. Just playing around a little bit, giving yourself that permission and that freedom. So take a few more cycles of breath here, clearing all of the old energy out, making space for new energy. And I'd like to invite you to recall a moment when you simply knew that you knew something, that even if the rational, logical information presented to you didn't fully make sense, that you actually knew without a shadow of a doubt something was true. So what is that memory? 
where you almost knew before it happened or against all odds, against whatever facts were before you, you chose to pursue a different path and it unfolded in exactly what it is that you needed. Was there a time a thought came to be for you? Was there a moment where you felt it in your body? You just knew. And then you followed that intuition and it came true. What was that experience for you? It's okay if it's a little hazy. It's okay if you don't have an example that you can pull right away. Just give yourself some space and some grace. Because there is likely a moment in your life where you have experienced your own intuition, your own inner knowing. In yoga, we would say that truth, you could hear it. It would be like the tingshas that we would clink together, that that resonance, that sound, that note, you knew without a doubt that that was true for you. So let's just move yourself outside of this story and step out and become an observer and notice where did you feel it in your body? Where did you experience that sense of intuition? Was it in your heart space? Was it in your belly? Was it tingling in the palms of your hands and your fingers or your feet? There's no right or wrong. There's only you. And as you recall that memory, do you remember any other factors that were taking place? Were you breathing deeply? Were you in a state of relaxation? Did everything around you feel like it was slowing down? What was it for you? And as you take a few more breaths in this observation state, see if there's anything else that was a subtle clue that maybe you weren't paying attention to before because you were in it. Is there anything else that your higher self, your inner guide would like you to know? Maybe there's a quiet whisper, an offering or a gift, a gentle reveal. Before we close this practice today, I want to invite you to take a look at maybe what judgments you put on that sense of intuition. Maybe there were moments where you told yourself, that can't be right, or no, I'm not going to trust that. What did that feel like? Did it feel like a closing in, a placing of walls, a shutting down? Did it feel like there was a part of you that turned away so that you were facing yourself, your back? This entire journey to connect with your intuition is learning how to trust yourself more. How to do this without the external validation of others, 
or even necessarily of the world around you and your environment, but that you know for yourself what is right and true for you. And that requires a sense of bravery and courage and boldness. It also requires a sense of trust. So you creating this sense of trust with yourself, building a relationship with yourself, a relationship with your higher self, your inner guide, your higher knowing, your infinite self. You learning how to love more deeply all of you. So if there has been an experience where you sense that that trust may be fractured or it's new, it's fledgling, it's something that you're not used to, not accustomed to, that's all okay. Let's take a moment to shower ourselves with compassion and grace because we live in a world that does not necessarily support the forces unseen, the things that we can't prove without a shadow of a doubt things that we can't know without being smart or having science backing it. That both quantum theorists, physicists, astrophysicists, religious, spiritual leaders, all of us are leading to a quest and a journey to better understand ourselves, to know who we are at the core. So all of this is a continual unfolding of the answer to a question or the writing of our story. We are simply learning how to journey home. So if you do feel like you want to maybe say, I'm sorry for not listening to you, intuition. I'm sorry that I haven't always been available to hear what it is that you've been guiding me to know. I haven't always been ready. I've been a little bit afraid. I have been unsure. And that's okay. And if you do feel like there's a connection that you want to deepen and taking a moment to express gratitude to yourself for always being there. This infinite wisdom has never left you, has always been there under the surface, quietly guiding you along, maybe sometimes louder and louder to get your attention, but always there to work with you as a team. So thank you, intuition, for being there for me always and forever. Taking a few more cycles of breath to close this mindfulness practice. If you're enjoying this feeling and enjoying this dialogue between you and your intuition, then please feel free to hit pause. Remembering that it's okay to be imperfect, that we are not here to create perfection that in a lot of different spiritual philosophies, we already are whole and perfect just as we are. Again, this is simply a mastery, a learning of ourselves at our core.
And whatever it is that you need to close today's practice, feel free to take that now. Be it a cycle of breath, bringing hands to heart center, expressing gratitude out into the world. When you're ready, floating your eyes open, coming back into the room. Thank you so much for joining me today for this mindfulness practice. If you liked it, please feel free to share it along or come back to it at any time, letting this be your practice for your life. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard and know someone in your life who might also benefit from hearing this episode, please feel free to share it with them. Also, if you'd like to support our show, you can make a one-time donation at fucksavingface.com or you can make a recurring donation at patreon.com forward slash fucksavingface. That's fuck without the U. Subscribe today to stay tuned for all future episodes.